This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. another episode of Habs Nightly, folks. Uh, it's a day later than normal. Um, scheduling conflicts, you know, the deal. Probably another winter storm. We actually might be getting flurries down here. There's a 6% chance of rain. It's down in like the 30s uh, this weekend. So we might see snow, which scares the fuck out of most people down here because the stigma is if it snows before hurricane season, we're all going to die. Uh, so Mason, how are you, bud? <laughs> I'm great, man. I' not worried about dying to a hurricane, so that's a positive. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully, the only hurricane that we get is like a hurricane in the Stanley Cup Finals, and Kakanami gets to lift the cup. But um, that would kill me. I think that might <laughs> that might be the end of me. I'm not gonna lie. When uh, when PK went to Nashville in his first year, they they went to the cup. I was like, if he raises the fucking cup and he's not in red, I'll be so upset. But I'll be so happy for him, you know. But we'll see. They're playing. They're playing great right now. Um, man, how you been? It's been like four days. <laughs> I know you're still registering for school or or looking stuff like that. I've had an absolutely hectic first week back of school. I've missed, I've already missed a class because I slept in. Nice. Um, what other shenanigans have I been up I've to? I've literally failed like three fucking classes in my college career based on it was just at a shitty, it was at a, like a shitty time where it was either like I was, had to get a nap in before work or, <laughs> It was like a really early class, and I would always fuck myself. I am not used to getting up at 8 o'clock anymore. <laughs> and, yeah, slept right through one of my classes. I uh, had my Casper exam today. That was absolutely dreadful. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we have any medical <clears throat> professionals or aspiring medical professionals who listen to this podcast, but... The Casper exam fucking sucked. Uh, if you know, you know. But if you don't, basically, it's an app to test. And they ask you these – they put you in these really stressful situations. Okay, Corey? Okay. They, the, whole, the whole test is like pro, – it's not proctored, but they record you and they can record your, they record your audio. Like it has to be on. 
and they give you these scenarios. And one of them, it was this video I had to watch. And your role is you are also, you're the other music teacher, right? Uh-huh. And you have to watch as this, your coworker is in a meeting, is like talking to a father of one of the children. Mm-hmm. And basically this father like wants to push his kid. He's like, no, she's just shy. Like you know, she loves music, like keep at it. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, well, I don't think she's just shy. Like, I don't think. And basically you have to, then they, they give you five minutes and they're like, what would you do in this situation? Like give like a prognosis almost like, no, like you have to say like, should you interfere with like a father and his child inside mm. with your coworker? Or, and it's like not an easy, <laughs> right. <laughs> and you have, you have three questions like that and you have five minutes to complete them all and oh they they even like they make a special announcement. they're like don't worry about really bad smelling mistakes because if you try to correct them you'll you won't get everything yeah you're not gonna fucking get all so i'm just i'm furiously like (laughs) like trying to type out my answer and at the same time i'm trying to decide whether it's ethical or not to like get between a father and his daughter and like you know what i mean it's a very like right it's a situation in real life that you could spend a week worrying about and not find the answer to. And I'm supposed to come up with one in five minutes. <laughs> it was brutal, but I got through it and yeah, onto the papers upon papers of other bullshit I have to do for school, but that's life, I guess. How have you been? Well, I've been doing good. Uh, back at work. Um, we've, I think today was the last day we had to go in the Superdome. We got all the stuff out of the Bud Light zone and put some kegs in across the street for the Pelicans. Um, but I think we're done with the Dome for uh, probably until like July. So I'm pretty happy about that. I fucking hate that place. Um, if, if, any, if any truck drivers listen to this shit, um, it is the hardest place to park. It's a 90, it's a 90 degree angle park job um, because they built the arena where you, you where you would have the room to back in. So now you got to back in, uh, you got to close down five lanes of traffic and then try to do a 90 degree turn to back into the one uh docking zone because the other one had just always has a sitting truck there it's just a trailer that they have with no tractor on the front of it uh so it's it's tough um there's that and then there's a shitty trash compactor thing next to it so it's like you just gotta put it in between there uh people upset with you because they're trying to get to work even though they can go like they there's like a, a street on the other side of the arena that would bypass all of it but for them to have to make a turn would kill them. So three days in a row, I've had to make this fucking aggravate nest park job. Um, and I'm, I'm finally happy that the only parking I'll have to do is at the arena, which is a same thing, but I have a lot more room to work with. Um, I can get out of their way a lot faster. Um, but other than that, I'm doing good. Uh, my cousin's birthday is tomorrow. Um, and we're hopefully we got a three day weekend. 
Um, we're hopefully going to try to get some fishing on tomorrow after after we get off of work, um, which means we'll probably stay up like super fucking late and try to fish super early. Um, but pretty cool, you know. Might have might have some snow flurries out here. Uh, I think I think everything's been kind of good. My wife's feeling better. Finally got some uh, some actual medication for her to get over the sickness we had. Um, so things are looking up. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear your wife's feeling better, man. Yeah. Man. I uh, unfortunately had to mute myself because uh, Corey pointed out how bad my fidgeting's been getting. So I was furiously <laughs> fidgeting away. Yeah, wow. we're going to have to strap your arms down to something. We'll, we'll make you wear like mittens or whatever, whatever they're called in Canada. I've been, I've been banned from having pens on my desk. Yeah. Or I mean, you fucking you stabbed yourself with a knife like three episodes, a couple episodes ago doing the outro. And I kept it in because it was so fucking hysterical. Did you (laughs) did you keep it? Yes, I absolutely did. Because you were like, I fucking cut myself. (laughs) 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 But man, uh, unfortunately, things are doing good for me. Things are a little hectic for you, but probably on the up and up. Unfortunately for our team, we finally hit last place. If we just do the right thing, we can really lock in a really great shot at getting uh fuck, don't butcher it. Is it Shane Wright? Is that his name? If you fuck up Shane Wright, Corey. Well, no, I've been I've been looking at a lot of stuff because we, we're gonna talk about the US roster, just one person on that roster. So I've been I've been looking at a lot of names. Names could have been jumbled. I didn't, you know, I'm known to jumble a fucking name on this show. But uh, that is the most white Anglo Saxon name <laughs> on the planet, though. It's pretty close. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, this team is just. I mean, let, let's let's kind of get into that game real quick. We're we're already here. Um, well, I think first we should start with some. Do you want to start with the negativity that was that game, or do you want to start with some positivity? Well, let's get the negativity out because there there were some positivities in it. First off, I just want to I just want to say the guys haven't played since January first when Florida uh, invaded and destroyed our entire locker room and just you know just really put a pause on everything for us um i don't know what a lot of people expected from a team that really hasn't been able to practice and 24 well 22 of them have been out on covid um i think we got to see exactly what a team that really hasn't had a, a chance to do anything in almost an entire month is capable of doing so on that aspect, I kind of expected this. We're playing a, a Bruins team that's finally getting their goalies back. You know, um, lines, the line chemistry is finally making sense over there again for them. They, they're they're kind of – I wouldn't say they're, they're doing great, but they're in the up and up uh, for their season. It's really starting to peak for them. Um, and then this is the Canadian team that has just had a pudding of a fucking year, and we've been off for – three you know three and a half weeks so i think this was an easy win for them but there there have been i mean is there any other like real negative things you saw in this game i mean brad marchand scored a hat trick that's <laughs> yeah, always so, a negative 
That's oh, uh, and then and then Dominic Jake, Dush- go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say Dominic Ducharme fucking sucks, and that really doesn't have anything to that game. I just kind of wanted to add add it to the conversation, and of course, uh, Jake Allen. Yeah, how unfortunate. <laughs> um, I don't even remember Lonson how it played happened. Fine, though, to be fair, he did play fun. Um, you know, for someone who you know, like the rest of the team, really hasn't had. A, I mean, they didn't even have like a morning skate. I don't think they practiced, but like a handful of times before this game, they really. I mean, if you look at if you look on like uh, the Habs, you know, website, it still had the game postponed. I didn't even know we were fucking playing. Um, oh really? Until we had talked yesterday, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch the game." I'm like, "What? The fuck? what, what like Colorado's playing or something?" Uh, and I checked, I checked my fantasy, uh, and I was like, "Oh fuck, we are actually playing." Um, I thought we were still postponed till the 17th. Um, it's just been, I guess I haven't been checking enough on Montreal because I'm like, okay, we're, we're fucked until February, you know. So I, it kind of like went to the back of my head for a bit, but. Um, the Jake Allen thing, it's so fucking unfortunate at the end of just about the end of the first period. Um, I mean, now we, <laughs> you know, we finally can, we're finally able to play again. And then hopefully it's, it's nothing too serious. I mean, you watched a little bit more of the game than I did. I, I didn't really have my eyes on it that well. Uh, I had a lot of lagging because I had to stream it because it was on TNT, not ESPN. Um, but did you see how it happened? Was it like, did he tweak his leg or something? Oh, you could tell he was. It was on the. What goal was it? I don't know if it was Marshawn's first. It was probably. Oh, oh, it was, so his, it was. It was something early that tweaked, and then it. it they kind of pulled. Well, he, he there was like a cross crease pass. And that's the first. If if, it's, if it's a goal, then it's the first. Uh, yeah, it was a goal. Angle. It was like an amazing pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it went, Jake it went Allen past three fucking potential people that could have stopped it. Yeah, and Jake Allen was going uh, from one side of the net to the other. You could tell it was it's, mm-hmm. it's his groin. It's his groin. Like yeah, he, he like pulled his groin. And that's I, I know I know what you know. Maybe it was another muscle. I know what a pulled groin looks like. I've done it enough in my life. I tore, absolutely shredded my groin uh, in a in a race that basically ended my track, my nationals bid one year and i know exactly what it looks like and i know what it feels like and it's not not fun and especially for a goalie um you don't like that area (laughs) not a good area to be Mm -hmm. injured so hopefully it's just a tweak he just pulled it a little bit um which pretty understandable like you gotta be very active to maintain the flexibility that goalies have and if Allen's not been able to practice and it's been sitting out, it makes sense that all of a sudden you're in an NHL game, you might tweak it a little bit. So we hope that he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe <laughs> the universe heard our bids for McNiven, and this is the hockey gods trying to help him out. But really unfortunate uh, yeah. for Jake Allen for the organization. Yeah, and I mean, best wishes to him. But, it, but it's true. I mean, we, we had, like, what, two weeks off for Christmas, just about. We play a New Year's game. Everyone gets sick. And it was the first game since. So, um, just really unfortunate. But um, that Brad Marchant, like, uh, who was it? I think it was the Lazar 
the Lazar kid had that sick pass that went. Th- no, it was um some Finnish name, Vainanen. Oh, <laughs> something. It's some rookie I've never heard of before. Okay, well, yeah, it was a sick fucking pass, and it uh, like I was like, oh my god, like how does how is this possible? Um, but yeah, uh, the yeah, game. Well- yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I was uh, just going to say, in terms of gameplay, uh, Ryan Paling had himself an absolute game. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've seen him that tenacious on the puck in a long time. There's one shift where he hit Laurent Dauphin with like two consecutive passes into the slot, and Dauphin just couldn't settle it or like get himself set to actually fire a shot. And there was another, right. he made another similar pass, I think, Caulfield, right in the slot. Um, I don't think they were expecting it. If they were, I think. There would have been some very decent scoring chances there. So a very good game for Ryan Paling. Not just good considering the circumstances, but I think overall a good game. He's like he like he's finally finding his comfortability in the National League. Yeah, like he looks like he team. belongs. Because yeah, I don't want to see him ever go down again. Like I no, think I don't think he does either. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. But I mean, I've been wanting to see this kid. You know, like actually make the roster and not be like one of those factors that can be moved around again. Like his time's finally come. Um, unfortunately it's just with a, a shitty team, but that's the perfect chance for like a young, a young guy to blossom. And I mean, he's not the youngest guy, but Michael Pizzetta, um I, I think I saw you tweeted, like, I think it's time to buy a Pizzetta Jersey or something like that. He's been like, one of the f- most funnest people to watch with this team. Like, uh, despite the circumstances, he plays with, like, almost like a Caulfield happiness. Like, <laughs> he's, he's tenacious. I think it's more of a, of a, Gall- a Gallagher. Okay, you know what? Ethic, I like that. I like that. To- yeah, the work he really, And he really reminds me of Dale Weiss. Ooh. Like, a player who just – Montreal's had a few of these guys – Dale Weiss, Andrew Shaw, Max Domi uh, recently. Guys who understand what it means to be a hab. Now, you might have, you know, say what you want about the play of the three I just named. named. The four include Pizzetta. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about the way they play, like talent-wise. They wear that crest over their heart, and they bleed blue blanque rouge. Like, those guys are guys you, I think Montreal needs more of. I think Pizzetta's proving and even said you know i want to stay on this team there's guys coming up i have to give it my all every night pizzetta knows the situation he's in but to further that case like pizzetta has two nhl goals in his career both scored this year both against the boston bruins and that's what i mean when i say he reminds me of del Weiss. this rivalry you know say what you want leafs fans will say montreal toronto it's Montreal, Boston. That's mm-hmm. the rivalry. And it's always been the one that's burned brightest for me. And certain players, I think every player picks up their game a little bit, but certain players really understand what this rivalry means and what it means to be a Montreal Canadian. Michael Pozzetta is one of them. He was everywhere, throwing the body and drawing penalties, drew two mm-hmm. penalties. Because he'd throw the hit, the clean hit, and just wouldn't respond. And 
you know Pazetta is not afraid to drop the gloves. He, he likes dropping the gloves. He's what he does. <laughs> he loves it. But throwing, rest, you know, showing restraint and getting a – got Patrice Bergeron to take a stupid penalty. Right, which is like kudo. kudos. And then, to he got, and then he got rewarded. He was sitting in front of the net on the power play. Uh-huh. Now, part of that is because Montreal is so shit on the power play and so depleted. But, you know, he earned that. Like, he deserved that. Way more than anyone else has this season. Realistically, no one's done well in the power play. So he earned that. He played a great game. And yeah, I, I tweeted that I'm, I'm kind of considering getting a Pizzetta jersey, uh, kind of as a joke, but also like just I think it'd be a funny jersey to have. However, I'm a little worried um, because I have a bet going, Corey. Okay. With my buddy Rye, a Avs fan, anyone who follows the Habs Nightly Twitter probably seen him on there commenting and trolling me. But <laughs> I don't know if any of our listeners watch any uh, Colorado Avalanche games. I think I've mentioned it previously this season. Curtis McDermott <laughs> is one of the worst fucking players I have ever seen in the National Hockey League. He, and it was so funny for me. Because I had to listen to Rye. Rye was talking about him to start the year. And I was like, he can't be that bad. And then I watched a game. He's horrible. And Avs fans have kind of gone through this. Like, the first half of this season, they fucking hate. Like, just despised him, right? Mm-hmm. And they still, like, and like Corey, I don't know how many Avs games. Like, he's horrible. He's just horrible. He's <laughs> had, like, multiple games this year where he's had more penalty minutes than time on ice. Nice. That's a and, great guy for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, and he just doesn't, he just doesn't like he's a big defenseman with no skill or no skating ability. He does not fit in on that Avs blue line at all. But it's it's um, Avs fans have kind of turned into resentment to the point where I think they just think it's it's funny how bad he is now. So me and Rye made a bet. I told him. If Curtis McDermott can score three goals by the end of the year, <laughs> he has he doesn't have a point yet. I will buy a Curtis McDermott Colorado Avalanche jersey. But if David Savard gets six goals by the end of the year, he has to buy a David Savard jersey. <laughs> and Savard has two goals. Or no, Savard has got one goal. One goal this year. And I, I'm still more nervous than I think Raya's. Because about <laughs> five, we're watching the Avs game about five minutes after I make that bet. McDermott like crashes the net and like almost put one in off his ass. And I almost fucking cried. <laughs> so I, oh, I might it, it, we'll see. We'll see. I might get the Pizzetta jersey, but I gotta save, I gotta keep a couple hundred. <laughs> on the uh, in the back pocket in case Curtis McDermott goes off one game and gets a hattie. Oh Jesus! But I've I've I had to find a reason to root for David Savard, and I found it now. <laughs> so I'm hoping that <laughs> he could just do do me a favor and just start piling in the goals like Ben Chirot was at the start of the year. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, one more thing about the game: we had that hit. Uh. Chris Weidman, he got suspended one game. Uh, I mean, headbutting. 
What, it was like, like head, oh, hit. head backing. Yeah. But uh, on Eric Halla, I mean, uh, it's it, it was weird. I mean, it was definitely not a cool play. No. Uh, but also, fuck the Bruins. <laughs> um. So yeah. So he's got a he's got a one game suspension for that. Um. It's kind of a it's kind of a just a lapse of judgment, you know. A lot of it's it's a big game, despite how bad we've been. It's always a big game for us. Uh, Chris Chris Weidman is a guy that I wouldn't call him an emotional player as much, but they were getting to him, and Eric Hall just ended up getting the fucking the headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I honestly wasn't even watching at that point. I'd I'd put down the remote and picked up a textbook. I knew the game was lost. So, right. but I think it's fair. I think it deserves a suspension. I uh, I probably honestly in this situation, I hate being if someone grabs me from behind. I fucking hate that. Like I, it's just human reaction. Mm-hmm. But you got like you have to suspend that. We've been calling that the league for not suspending shit like that. They need to do it. And I think it's justified and, you know, we'll move on. It's not going to really affect the Habs that much. Not because I don't, Chris Bodman, I think is one of our best defensemen analytics show <laughs> that too, but it's just, we're the season's so lost <laughs> that I just don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, it a, was not something to get upset about. <laughs> it was just funny because, you know, there, there's a scrum along the boards. Eric Hall has got him wrapped up. He's probably talking mad shit in his ear, and he's he can't do anything. He's the ref's got his arms wrapped up. You know he's wrapped up by Eric Hall. <laughs> he's just like fuck it. I'm just gonna pop him. You know I'm. Sick you can of, see I'm him. Sick you of can see him running his mouth. You know you can see him kind of considerate too. Yeah, yeah he's you know like I mean? he's, he's like, like I'm gonna pop hey. him. Like <laughs> he kind of like cocks his head back. Yeah, yeah exactly. He literally dude. like sells it too. He's like I'm doing it. Uh, like like leans back and just really tries to drill it in. It's like the only thing he could do, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's it's worthy of a suspension for sure. It's a it's a funny play. It's a bit of a a stupid. It's a stupid penalty, but I mean, this game was out of hand. Uh, tempers are <laughs> flaring. It's the first game back. It's a it's it's a wash of a season. Shit like this is gonna happen, you know. It's he didn't fucking choke slam him to the ice. He didn't fucking judo flip him, you know. Um, the one game suspension, it's, it's cool. You know, it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to change. It's not going to put us in a wild card spot. You know, like it's, it's not dooming us. Um, if anything, he's, he's helping. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's building the fire, uh, just helping us, uh, keep, keeping the shade. Right. Um, another thing I want to point out before we move on to the all-star, the all-star break, all-star game here. I want to talk about fucking Anthony Stewart on Sportsnet. I called him Chris Stewart by accident, which I apologize for. Um, this fucking clown. Okay, let me fuck Corey. I've never liked Anthony Stewart. I don't know if I've gone on a rant about him on this podcast before, but Sportsnet like has some of the worst fucking commentary. And I don't, for anyone in Canada, like TSN lost the national rights a few years ago. And it's been like the worst fucking thing to ever happen to fucking hockey. Like 
this these commentator sports net rolls out are just ridiculous and you know i usually like former players because they provide a perspective that the rest of us just can't right and they mm-hmm. they're able to relate to the players and you know some of them are phenomenal like kevin bxo where he's not only able to relate but he has good opinions and he's articulate and able to really get his point across and there are others who i think are less articulate or vice versa but they have one you know they usually have a good quality like yeah like i kind of see what he's saying every time fucking anthony stewart opens his mouth i just am reminded that he spent his whole career in the nhl getting punched in the face (laughs) Like it fucking shows. And he goes on there and we talked about how Jake Allen, I believe last episode we talked about it. He was kind of saying, look, we're not going to be in the playoffs. Like the season's kind of lost. We just have to kind of like, you know what I mean? Like we talked about how he's very honest about where the Canadians were. Fucking Anthony Stewart comes out there and goes on and on about how oh, you can't, you have to, like, that's just a stupid thing to say. And, you know, you can't, like, give up on a season. They could still make a run here. And it's like, Stu, <laughs> it's over. It's over. And I just, it really bothered me that he went on about that and kind of basically called Jake Allen a bad teammate on fucking national television. And I just don't understand how Sportsnet fucking hires these people like it's just brutal (laughs) and then 10 minutes later he's going on about how montreal is basically out of it and it's like what's your fucking point then like i don't know that just grinded my gears i don't know if anyone else noticed just fucking sportsnet putting these b-list fucking commentators on Habs games I don't know. That bothered me a little bit, just especially seeing you know, Jake Allen hurt himself in a game that means absolutely nothing. Like the guy cares. He can. He's just being honest. And to, uh, to hear not only a professional journalist, but a pro player call him out and say he doesn't care, that really bothered me. Right. And it's, I mean, like it's a plague season. We just got back. And you think this guy, I mean, he's already. He's had COVID this season. He's come back from an injury this season, and now he's, you know, something something happened again. It's just a boneheaded move. I've never heard of this guy. I don't, you know, thank God TSN's not big down here because they're no, just – No, he's on Sportsnet. We Sportsnet. love TSN. Okay. Which one? Which one's the, the Leafs' big one? No, they both are. Okay. Either or. Um, never heard of the guy. He kind of sounds like an ESPN – guy that i'd probably hate you know but um yeah that's that's real fucking stupid like that's just a clickbait tweet and i i I just looked him up he played for the thrashers fuck atlanta uh gross place should have been new orleans i would have rather had a defunct team here than the closest thing to my house would be an atlanta's game um so fuck fuck that guy (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's all I got for him. (laughs) Uh, But moving on to happier news, more relevant news. Uh, Nick Suzuki made the all-star break or the all-star game. Sorry. Mm -hmm. 
Um, look, I... <laughs> I'm surprised I even we even to... had a guy make the fucking roster. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, there was a rumor it was going to be Chris Weidman. And I don't... Any person look, on this team could have... Nick's is... Yeah, sorry. Nick Suzuki is, I guess you could say, been the best forward on this team. But Nick Suzuki also has five points in his last 20 games. And I get why the NHL wants a player from each team on the All-Star team, you know, to like drive up ratings and representation and all this and that. Nick Suzuki is an all-star with 19 points and 30-something games played. And Nazem Kadri, who has who is a fucking rat and a weasel, and I fucking hate, but he also happens to be fourth in league scoring, and he's not on their all-star team. Yeah. And Nick Suzuki is. That's ridiculous. Okay. That can't fly in this league. And I th- I really think like while I'm happy for Nick Suzuki, yeah, I think he's not an idiot. Like he must know, right? Like I'm not playing that to the level these guys are. And he's right. not the only one on the all-star teams. Like Clayton Keller's having a decent season. I wouldn't say he's a fucking all-star. You know what I mean? There's there's a bunch of guys who made the team that obviously stick out a little bit because you're going, no, maybe they shouldn't have made it. But I don't know. I just think it's time for the NHL to revamp it because I'm not, I'm not going to watch the All-Star game. I mean, not – I might watch it to talk about it on this podcast, mm-hmm. but as a fan, I'm not interested in the All-Star game if Nick Suzuki with 19 points and 30-something games is there. And I think the NHL really needs to revamp it and just say, look, best players, if it's all from one team, so be it, right? Like, Colorado could have had the whole fucking Central (laughs) as their (laughs) all-star team, realistically. Yeah. I think Gabriel Landeskog, if he did not have COVID – should have been should have been on on Mika Rantanen is Mika Rantanen is not on the team. Devon yeah. Taves didn't make the team. Nazem and like Nazem caught he's fourth in league scoring, man. Yeah, he might be a rat of a player, but I mean he has been unreal. He's gonna make Colorado. bank next year. He's got like he's up there. He's only five points off Connor McDavid for the lead. He's up there. Like, he's one of the best players in the NHL this year. He's not on the team. Yeah. But but for Nick Suzuki, now, you know, granted, this has been a, a tough season. Um, but this is a kid who, you know, got his start on the team. He was a first-line player. Uh, two years w- was, like, the real difference maker in the playoffs for us. Um, got to a Stanley Cup, you know, at, at – at as young young of an age as he is, um, you know he's 22. I think uh, I think that is like a rising star for our team. That that would be a great representation for us. But it's 
to piggyback on what you're saying, yeah, I think it should be the best, like the best of the league. If it's a if Montreal doesn't get one because we're having a shit season and they decide to pick a second person from like Florida who's been like unstoppable in the Atlantic. I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. I think it should be a showcase of the best. Um, I like that they try to be inclusive and make it, you know, one of every team, but it's like, I mean, look at our, you know, this, the Atlantic, I was expected to be a lot stronger this year, you know, with that, you know, with us being a strong opponent in it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we're worse than fucking Buffalo at this point. Um, I'm happy to see him do it. I hope that he has a great time there. It might spark a little something in him. I don't think he's going to turn turn the season around for him. But, you know, this is a great moment for a young kid that really, you know, um, despite how shitty the season has been, is, is a deserving player. This kid came in, um, wasn't given the ice in Vegas, and has been given the keys to the fucking house here. And up until this point, has really proved his worth and why he deserves that. So I think he is a great person um, to, you know, to be named for the Montreal Canadiens. I think he he's going to hold that crest strong and um, represent us well, despite, you know, his, his lackluster performance this year. But, I mean, one guy can't really hold the pedestal unless you're like an Alex Ovechkin. You know, you can't really hold a team together like that. But – um I think he's a great representation, but I understand where you're coming from. If we were to add, you know, a, a, a more well-deserved team should have an extra person instead of a lackluster uh, team, you know. But I'm happy Look, for I'm him. Not, I'm not saying I don't think Suzuki. Yeah, we're, we're not shitting on him. By, I'm just saying him. that in the current parameters, yeah, Suzuki should be going to the All-Star game. But – Nick Suzuki's not like he's not an all-star. He's not one of the best players in the league this year. He will be. He's progressing. He's not there yet. And <clears throat> look, like the NHL All-Star game has been it's been a tough thing to watch for for, <laughs> for a while now. And I think the I think the last one that really excited me was the one where they let the teams draft who they wanted. I thought that was a sick idea. That's yeah, that was sick. And, and it was like OV was interesting. They... John Scott. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, John Scott was they were so against John Scott. And I'll be honest, I was too at the start. I thought it was stupid. But that was interesting and fun. And the league did everything they could to forget about that. Now maybe they like, that, like maybe the that's why just, they walked away from that style. It was a great they just, style. They get in their own. They get in their own way. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see something new with the All Star Game. I think the I, jerseys are shit again. Yeah. Right? I thought like, it was. I thought it was cool as fuck that year though, because someone like Ovi, who should have been like captain or picked early, got picked last because he wanted to win the car. <laughs> they gave away some car, you know. That was so funny. It was hilarious. He was like, no, 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 don't pick me, don't pick me. <laughs> or know? do you remember, do you remember the year? Who was it? Toronto Media was calling Phil not coachable. <laughs> and Tyler Sagan drafted him. And they're doing the little interview. And he was like, yeah, a really coachable player. Um, like <laughs> shit like that. That's, that's interesting. That's right. funny. We want to see that. But 
Yeah, I really, yeah. I really missed the draftable ones. Um, and it was cool. They, they, they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do, we're gonna do trades and stuff." Like, it would, it just made that one much more, you know, appealing to watch. When to they see the traded, teams. they traded. Um, I think it was like Jack Johnson. They somebody. traded. They, one year they traded um, Sagan and Kessel <laughs> because, to like replicate the trade. Right. Or no, it wasn't. <laughs> Who was it? It was like someone they'd been traded for each other. They like replicated it anyway. That's great. No, I, I definitely think the NHL needs to, to revamp the all-star game a little bit. But um, moving on, because we left some, some stuff open, and our number one best listener, fucking Jason, <laughs> got back to us. Before we talk about that, to make Corey happy, how about first we talk about a word from our sponsors from DraftKings. Perfect. The NFL playoffs are here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this huge wild card weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily fantasy football contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot of millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So remember fans, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 credits and free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, a $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Beautiful. And now back to uh, to um, some of the other stuff, uh, less hockey oriented. Uh, you were telling me before we started that Jason got back to you with some Canadian cuisine that you should try, and I'm all ears. I'm ready to hear it. Yeah. So uh, Jason was listening to the last episode. Um, you know, I just kind of brought up some things that uh, I didn't really have a big list made, but there's there's a lot of things in Canada I'd love to try, and uh, like. You know, I said donairs and stuff like that. And that's something I've just seen from, from you know, like Trailer Park Boys and Goon and shit like that. That's just really, like, made me really want to try stuff uh, while I'm out there. Well, obviously, I'm, I'm a big foodie kind of. I don't, I don't document it. I don't take pictures of it and shit. But uh, I've, I've worked in culinary for 10 years before I went to the beer industry. So I've, I've always loved food. I'm a big man. Um, it always... I just love fucking trying new shit. But uh, Jason sent me a fucking massive list. And he said that, you know, uh, Mason has me covered for the central part of Canada. But here's some East Coast favorites of his that I definitely need to try. So Donaires has, has made the top of the list. Uh, but from an East Coast establishment, I thought it was funny. I don't know what it means because I, I don't really know what goes in it. But he said onions and tomatoes only as far as vegetables. If they try to put anything else on that's a vegetable, go to a different place. And I think that's fucking hilarious. Uh, 
I guess it's it's got to be a one way, and I'm I'm okay with that because I feel the same thing. Like only a fucking East Coast Canadian could call potatoes vegetables. By the way, <laughs> he didn't say potatoes. It's tomatoes. Oh, tomatoes! I thought you said <laughs> potatoes. Those are veggies like, down here. <laughs> all the East uh, East Coast listeners hate me. All I all I remember about the East Coast is potatoes and golf courses. That's sick, dude. I and love I love potatoes. it. I love it though. You know me, the golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you fucking but, golf nut. But anyway, continue, continue. Because donors yeah. are pretty sweet. But see, I like that though, because you know, he was saying, like, it's gotta be specific. Because I'm I'm the same way. If you come to New Orleans and you go uh like like my wife um just tore some poor dude's um recipe apart on her Instagram or her TikTok or whatever. Uh, some guy made like a, a jambalaya and put like mushrooms in it and shit. And I was like, she roasted the fuck out of him. Uh, that does not go into jambalaya. <clears throat> but see, there's, there's like things that are specific that, you know, this is what's supposed to be in it. This is how we do it. Nothing else. So I, I love that. I love that he was like making sure I had the right experience from like an East Coast um, shop. Um, he also has... Donaire egg rolls. I'm fat as fuck. I love egg rolls. Deep fried shit. It's terrible for you, but it is so delicious. Um, I can't imagine like me wanting a donaire more than anything right now for, for like from Canada and then having it as an egg roll just sounds like out of this fucking world. Um, East Coast lobster. I've never really had a lot of lobster in my life. But I eat crawfish like as no fucking tomorrow. And I used to hate it when I worked in the city because I would peel like 100 pounds of it a fucking like every weekend. Um, but now that I don't work in the city anymore, I'm back to enjoying crawfish. Um, and crawfish to me is just this Louisiana spicy version of a lobster. <laughs> so I, I'm imagining I, I can tell good. you crayfish and lobster do not taste the same <laughs> I, know, I know that the lobster is going to be a lot more meatier um the the complexity of like the taste of of its meat is going to be different but you know that's that's our we 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 ain't afford lobster down here you know so i'll, I'll take well, a a sack of crawfish <laughs> fucking i love that he points out east coast because East Coast lobster, it hits different. We went. Is it, down, is it like a butter thing? Is it is it seasonings that are different? Because most like it's fresh. Yeah, I was about to like, say it's fresher. It's it's coming from the coast. Makes sense. Well, you just can't get the size of the lobster. Like mm-hmm. you're getting farm get shit somewhere Ontario, else. Be, yeah. It's not that. I just got to be careful. But on the East Coast, like you can go. Like I don't know how it is in like Eastern Canada. I've never been to Eastern Canada. Or sorry, the East Coast, but I've been down to like uh, New Hampshire, and we went to. You can go to Walmart and pick out like a fucking three pound lobster, <laughs> and they'll <laughs> at Walmart, and they'll cook it. They'll 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 cook it for you at Walmart and like bring it home. They'll like, cook it for you. It's oh, oh it's great at Walmart. It's crazy. The East Coast during lobster season is amazing. So definitely you need to try some east coast lobster hell yeah um i i just think it's crazy that like you go into walmart and they're gonna cook your lobster for you i, I know it's insane and it was good it was but see really it's funny good. it's funny because like i'm make i'm like kind of making fun of that but at the same time 
you know, people go to like the like Rouse's and uh, like Bromart's and Win Dixie's and shit down here, which is our like southern grocers, um, and get you know crawfish, you know stuff like that. Like they'll boil it on site. Um, so I guess it's really not that it's not that weird. Um, I don't know. I, I think lobster is kind of bougie. So I was thinking like, you know, this is like a fun. It's like you, you you either grilling this at home for your people or you're going to like a fine dining experience to get lobster. Um, it's funny because lobster used to be a poor man's meal. Back okay. in like like early like settler days, uh-huh. and like like lobster was poor man's food. So they decided to turn it bougie for profit oh it's it's like anything right it's <laughs> what's the difference between a gucci handbag and a guest handbag couldn't tell you the name <laughs> the name the name and the price okay but so no the, sorry could, yeah, yeah. The list. all right so this one please don't butcher me um is it touton touton he says touton with molasses and um <laughs> i don't know what the fuck that is um so i'm it's, gonna i'm gonna google my, it. Under, my understanding i've always said two tones um it's like a pancake I oh think, yeah it, it looks like one of those like japanese fluffy pancakes well they're like fluffy pan, but they're, it's not just like jason might be cringing well it says it says it it's a traditional dish from newfoundland so that's sick as fuck but I would like, want it done the Newfoundland way. So if I don't know what they serve with it though, I don't know if it's just like the pancake. I know it's like really it like you have to cook it with dough that rises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I know though. No clue otherwise. Okay, um, I would love to try it with molasses. Um, molasses is big in the south. It's used in a lot of shit. So I'm very, I'm very comfortable with molasses. It is very strong if you don't know what the fuck you're doing though. But uh, I love pancakes. I love breakfast food. Too tall. Sounds like it's, it's right up my alley. Um, I'll, I'm like, I'm a little bitch though. When I was a kid, I loved the little silver dollar pancakes because they were crispy as fuck. But I'm not gonna lie. It looked, I would smash this big ass <laughs> Mondo burger pancake. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. Here's another one. I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, scrunchians 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 yeah let's see i can honestly say i have no clue scrunchians it's a traditional side dish from newfoundland perfect i love i love all this this is sick so let's see let me read about it uh it's an authentic dish from the canadian province of newfoundland consisting of crispy fried Bite-sized pieces of pork fat and salt pork rinds. The dishes typically serve as a accomplishment uh, accompaniment to fish and brewis. I don't know what that is. Uh, let's see. Okay, so so this is almost like I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking it as like a stuffing almost, um, but with pork fat and pork rinds. So I'm thinking it's uh, like a chicharrones type of stuffing. That sounds sick. Um, I'm, 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 I guess, a fisher now, you know, and I'm sure everybody's cringing when I say that because I haven't fished really. Um, but I, I love fish. Um, and this, I, I'm looking at it, it looks like a stuffing, um, kind of up my alley too. I'm not a big pork guy, but I love food. So I'm always willing to try something once if it doesn't smell like absolute shit. <laughs> yeah, I've never, 
Never Strunchiest. heard of That is, and I hope I'm saying it right. Sorry, does it say? Does it say? Is it's a newfie thing? Right? It sounds like a newfie yes, thing. yes. It says. It says it's 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 an authentic dish from the Canadian province of Newfoundland. Yeah. So, that's, okay. and this is this is like a side dish. It says uh, normally with with some type of fish. So. Um, <clears throat> No, okay. You said the word, and I knew it was. It and knew it had to be a newfie thing. Sounds because, great. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great, newfies. I love it. Uh, I love this one. It just says pure maple syrup stuff in quotations. Uh, says there's too many items to list, but a maple pepperoni pizza is unreal. Uh, he says keep an open mind. He doesn't know me enough to know that that sounds fucking terrific i'm the type of guy that orders and my wife hates it i'd order a fucking triple mushroom pizza with uh basil on top of it <laughs> and just go to town on it that's my fucking jam uh, i worked in a pizza place for fucking five years i love it i made my own dough my dough is still their recipe there <laughs> like like i'm a big pizza dude um i'm guessing the pepperoni has been sitting in maple which sounds fantastic. I would I definitely have, give this a try. Well, have you ever had like maple bacon? Yeah, but it's not like traditional. You know, mm-hmm. it's not authentic. That's what I meant. It's not true. Yeah. Well, we were talking and I was saying beforehand, maple syrup is like bacon. You can put it in anything. Yeah. He, I mean, and he it'll literally make it just taste said better. maple syrup stuff. You know, he, he <laughs> yeah, just recommended just better. the pepperoni pizza. Um, like, I. I'd, I'd go a step further and say maple anything. You yeah. just have to try. Yeah. Absolutely um, anything. But he put pure maple. So, you know, not just like basically, not the shit that we get down here that's like maple smoked bacon. You know, that's just like a kiss of no, a you really have to like shitty, shitty syrup. You know, like uh, I want I want the Canadian maple syrup. Well, just just eating maple syrup is delicious too like uh i'm gonna have to were there any any other suggestions um jigs diner uh brothers pepperoni i'm not sure um i know that pepperoni brothers pepperoni it's not a fucking pizza i know it's probably like the the pepperoni dicks or logs or whatever fuck they call um i'm down to try it jigs diner i love food love going to places to eat I'd eat there. Uh, I need to research that a little bit more. Dave's hot sauce. So I don't know what it is. You've look- never had Dave's hot sauce. I haven't had Dave's hot sauce, but Louisiana, especially where I'm from, is known for our hot sauce. Most our hot sauce can be found fucking anywhere. I'm a Louisiana hot sauce guy right now. Uh, I've it's really won over my taste buds as far as just heat um, up against Crystal. Crystal is my favorite hot sauce to cook with. Tabasco is fucking dog water. Um, I'm I'm shocked. Sorry to to learn now that Dave's hot sauce is a Canadian thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna if I can find it down here because there's a lot of like pepper places down here. If I can find it, I'll try it. I, you know that that might be the closest thing I can try. On it's this like list. a little. It's like a little, uh, like a little pepper, and he's like sun tanning. I don't know how it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Dave's. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely recommend. I'm not a big uh, hot sauce guy. Mm-hmm. Dave's hot sauce is good. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a try. Uh, I don't like super like out of this world hot shit, but like I, I'm a fucking 
I live in Southern, I live in New Orleans. So um, we eat a lot of hot stuff. Um, Lay's ketchup and Ruffles all dressed <clears throat> potato chips. I've been seeing this on Trailer Park Boys my entire life. Um, I really can't wait to try it. I used to eat Lay's potato chips with ketchup when I was a kid with my, like, when I'd have hot dogs, you know, like for like game days and shit. So I imagine this would just awaken I'm like a childhood memory. I know it's not for everybody. I know like a lot of Canadians are like some of y'all are on the fence about it, you know, but no, no, no. I'm not on the fence about ketchup chips. <laughs> they fucking suck. Jason, Jason's totally wrong. Ketchup <laughs> chips are disgusting. <laughs> I, I don't care if they're Canadian. They're gross as hell. So, so, okay. So what does all dressed mean? All dressed? Yeah, like is, is he say? I'm like guessing. Sorry, did he say ruffles all dressed? Yeah, ruffles all dressed. Has to be ruffles all dressed. Okay, so um, but is that like a is all dressed mean? Is that like a specific like spice and um, flavor profile? It's like uh, it's like salt and vinegar with like onion. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's all dressed. Okay. I'm going to do a little research like, on that. The actual because... package, the actual Ruffles package has like a tomato. I think it has like ketchup on it. It's like, okay, here, let me, right let now. me, let me get you the official. Yeah. So it looks like, it looks Ruffles like it's got like a paprika. Explanation. Yeah. Salt, like got... vinegar, ketchup, and barbecue all rolled together. And that's an all dressed. Okay, cool. Because yeah, so and it's fucking delicious. I, I try it. Um, I'm always in to try shit. Um, I know something that's like normal for y'all is like vinegar, salt and vinegar? vinegar, salt and vinegar. That's always on the table. Chips? No, we do have them, but like I know, like I think they even mentioned it on Letterkenny that like when you go to like a little diner or something, that shit'll be on like the table. That is not common down here. And that might be like a, a, a more northern thing, <laughs> you might see it. But like down here, you you just have hot sauces on your fucking table. I actually like, learned this. This is going to like, you're going to piss yourself laughing. <laughs> so I had to take a, um, a uh, health, like a health and safety, what, what's my health and safety certification. So like CPR, uh-huh. first aid, all that stuff, right? In the summer. And I learned <clears throat> that in the South, you guys don't have vinegar at all. Because <laughs> for some reason... In the middle of southern Ontario, I had to learn how to treat a sting, a stingray, or not a stingray, um, a jellyfish sting. Uh-huh. I had to know how to treat that. And the best way to treat it is you obviously you, you use vinegar and it'll like it's uh, very basic. So it gets that's hilarious. Nice. We piss on each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I fucking I guess I guess down south, like, yeah, and my teacher's saying. If you ask, especially a Southern American, if they can get some vinegar from the fry stand, they'll look at you like you have four. Yeah, we don't know arms. what the. Yeah, no, that is not something available. So that's something I'd want to try. Um, I'm not a big vinegar guy. My mom used to like mop the floors with vinegar, and it used to make me fucking gag. It's a very strong flavor, but like I want to try the Canadian way, you know. And I know that you guys are crazy about putting like vinegar on like fries and chips and we shit like vin- that we put vinegar on everything it's kind of gross but <laughs> i like salt and vinegar chips okay 
Oh, all right. So this one, I know this is this is like a fucking this is a hunter type of thing. Uh, beaver tails. <laughs> We've talked about beaver tails before, haven't we? Is, is is that is that actual beaver tails? So is this like a a chocolate bar? <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe we haven't talked about beaver tails. Um, how can I describe beaver tails to you? It's like. Well, you can get a bunch of them, right? Like, there's different. You can decide what kind of beaver tail you want. Oh, it's like it's like a fucking. It's a pastry. big. It's a big fucking pancake like pastry, <laughs> about a foot long. Who fuck, dude? And the traditional, like we're, we'll talk traditional beaver tail, okay? Uh huh. <laughs> it's just pure fucking sugar, and like cinnamon. <laughs> Oh shit, that sounds good. <laughs> it's and it's like served hot. Okay, yeah, as it should. And if you come to Ottawa, there's a beaver tail fucking shack on a- any fucking side corner, especially Jesus. around Par- Parliament Hill. And they are so bad for you. Like I cannot I describe can't to imagine. You like I how- I'd have to have someone like split it with me. <laughs> and you can actually you can book a beaver tail uh truck. Uh-huh. And you can they can they they will show up to your event and like serve beaver tails to people oh, and God. stuff. But yeah, yeah did, did the it, classic did, they get like a coupon for fucking oh you guys have free health care. <laughs> I figured they they yeah. they'd coincide with like a sidecar. Well, uh when you when you have free health care, these are the and they're sorry, they're deep fried too. I shouldn't <sighs> mention that. Like when you have free health care, this is the type of shit you serve. And now they have like really gross ones now. They've got like a banana one, like a, a like banana cheeses one. No, I, I would I would try to go traditional. And maybe try, maybe try a, a, a new age one. Um, I like bananas, but we'll just consider no, I would, like I would the, have or, the original beaver tail is just pure like sugar and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And then like whenever they add, they make like make it different. They're just adding more shit on top of that. Yeah, they're just <laughs> making so it more sugar. Fucking bad for you. Shit. It's so bad for you, but they're so delicious. Okay, next up, um, I'm gonna fucking butcher it. Uh, Nanimo bar, Nanimo bars, Nanimo bar. I'm looking at this thing, yeah. and this looks fucking fantastic. So Nanimo, Nanimo is a place in BC, city of BC. <laughs> Nanimo. Uh, so yeah, it's a city on Vancouver. I think it's on the island. Someone sent me this. Nanimo bar. <laughs> I I forget so it's basically it's like graham cracker crumbs i love wafers uh, and it coconut. Says like, i yeah, love coconut like sugar with like butter custard and then it's got chocolate on top fuck yeah God, now if they're not from nanaimo if they're not from nanaimo then kick rocks they're nanaimo, bitch. <laughs> they're nanaimo style but uh-huh okay but yeah no they are from the West Coast, and they are delicious. And they these are like, you know, at like a family gathering, there's always like a little spread with like some cheese and crackers, 
and like you know you'll have like some other little sweets around yeah yeah these are these are the finger food of every canadian oh i love it i love it there are fucking nanaimo bars okay cool i gotta try one i'm a big coconut fan love custard um wafers are my fucking jam so that's really up my alley um i see i don't know if wafers like they're not it said so they're completely soft they're like crushed up this thing looks so fucking appetizing i'm down like fuck that looks good (laughs) yeah another another pure sugar yeah another yeah absolutely um I think I'm gonna like the Nanaimo bar better than the Beaver Tail, just because it's it. I feel it's got more complexity to it. Um, it's just got more shit that I would like, you know. But, uh, it's but I, I love a, hey man, I eat multiple. Um, <laughs> I, I will eat multiple. Um, so he's got Montreal smoked meat sandwich, dude. I, one of the yep. first things that happened when I went back to eating meat. Me and my wife went with her family to go eat some seafood. And then the next day I'm by my buddy Carlos. I was smoking a fucking brisket. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, it, hit, <laughs> it hit hard. Um, I love the Montreal seasoning shit that they've commercialized down here. So I can't imagine how good like an actual smoked meat from Canada would be um, with like a traditional rub from y'all. So um, I'm a big fucking barbecue guy and i don't mean the sauce i mean just the fucking uh it gives me fucking heartburn because some people don't let the smoke you know not be white and they put the shit in but i'll take i'll take some acid reflux a little bit of heartburn and i uh, enjoy my fucking smoked meat uh he says newfoundland screech he's got rum in parentheses so i'm guessing it's a rum um, I'm a fucking New Orleans native. I'm a liquor guy. I'll try it. <laughs> only and the only the fucking newfies. What they call it? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Screech. Screech. Oh my Screech. god! I like it. That's a, that. I I've really come to terms that Newfoundland and New Orleans are just like a, a parallel universe in the same. No, Newfoundland is. <laughs> how how rum. Like newfies don't even like I think we talked about this before. And I'm guessing I'm guessing Jason's from Newfoundland or he's just a fan of the cuisine because he, they, could, like, he could live out there. Did know? I, I did remember. I tell you did I ever show you that video of Newfie speak like heavy Newfoundland accent? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's crazy. They're a different man. breed different breed of humans out there in newfoundland like dude thanks thanks to fucking uh like spitting chiclets and like really helping what's his name um pop up uh terry ryan like when i heard that episode i was like dude this guy's fucking got a voice of an angel (laughs) terry ryan terry ryan who is part of the hockey podcast network yeah terry ryan who saved thpn during covid yeah, really put in the work. Has a great show. I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, that's not even what I'm like. That's not even close. The new accent I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I know this. There's got to be thicker. Um, and I mean it's the same thing down here. Like I have a bit of an accent, but then you go meet some like fucking coon ass Creole dude from fucking 
Wyklowski or Rejo, who speaks fucking uh, who's who speaks like a, a mix of French, uh, island, and fucking uh, <laughs> it's it's just such a fucking it's like uh, it, it it's like their own version of French, and they remind me so much of like the Newfoundlands um, like speech. It, it's amazing. I I really wish that. Um, our version of French was taught in schools down here because it's 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 magnificently pungent. <laughs> <laughs> well, did he have any other suggestions? On Last that? thing on it, another Newfoundland uh, traditional thing, cod tongue. <laughs> All right, and it's it's a crispy pan fried uh, <clears throat> cod tongue, and I'm not gonna lie, it looks fucking good. <laughs> I mean, I'd be willing to try it. Seafood's amazing. It, it literally fish. looks like like a fish's version of like a chicken nugget. <laughs> so, well, I have <laughs> Jason. If you're listening, if you've listened this far, I I want to know, and I can prove if he's a newfie, Corey. You will not get this at all. This will be between me and Jason. If he knows who fucking Donnie Dumphy is. Donnie Duff is it Donnie Donnie Duffy having a time, and if if you know what I'm talking about, prove to me you're a newfie, and like let us know or like at me on Twitter, because that is the most Newfoundland thing I can think of, and if you if you know what I'm talking about, I'm gonna show Corey after this. Like we can't play it in case we get copyrighted on the podcast, <laughs> but like. If you want the essence of Newfoundland, Donnie Dumphy, having a time. You have to, we'll play it after. And Jason, thank you so much for submitting this list. It's really <laughs> given us a lot to talk about today. So if any other listeners, you know, things are dull and bleak this season. So we're kind of trying to pick up any topics we can talk about. If you want to submit some lists of food from your um, hometown, your home area, your region that we can talk about. If you want us to talk about anything else, um, obviously give us a tweet at Habs Nightly on Twitter or Corey, you've got the speak pipe, which I don't know the actual, um, like what's oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's www.speakpipe.com forward slash Habs Nightly. And you can send us a uh, 90, you know, up to 90 second. Uh, voice memo and we'll play it on air all right perfect so but yeah, yeah uh, go ahead i was just gonna say i'm gonna have to show you get a quick listen to donnie dumphy i think this. i think we should yeah i think we should save it uh for next episode like well i'll watch it but we should bring it up next episode keep it fresh. oh i want it yeah we'll get we'll get the yeah. reaction and, and jason yeah. if you're out there listening <laughs> Let me know if you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, let's let's just wrap it up. So it's it's running a bit late. The game started already. Hopefully, uh, I haven't really checked into it. We're playing Chicago. Uh, final 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 things to talk about. Uh, congratulations to Sean uh, Sean Farrell made Team USA for the Olympics. Um, uh, I hope he I hope he can make a, a big impact. Um, we also claimed Rem Pitlick off of waivers. I kind of want to talk about him next episode specifically because he's getting a chance to play tonight. Um, I want to say on a line with uh, Ryan Paling. So 
Uh, without further ado, folks, thank you all so much for listening. This has been Habs Nightly. Please follow us on Twitter uh, at Habs Nightly and at Bayou Benders if you like what you're listening to. Give us a five-star rating on whatever you're listening to. Uh, thank you, THPN, for making this a possibility. And we'll talk to you guys again. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.